This CIO Talk Radio Solution Spotlight is brought to you by Bosch Software Innovations. Welcome to CIO Talk Radio Solution Spotlight, and here is your host, Sanjog All. Welcome, listeners. This is Sanjog All, your host, and topic for today's conversation is Can Bosch Deliver an IoT, which is Internet of Things Enabled Manufacturing Transformation? And I have with me Troy Foster, who's the Chief Technology Officer of Bosch Software Innovations for the Americas, and Matthew Jennings, who is the Managing Director for Bosch Software Innovations for the Americas. Good morning, Troy. How are you? Good, good. Thank you. Great. And uh, Matt, how are you doing? I'm doing very well. Thank you for having us today. Oh, thank you for joining us. So everyone is talking about the Internet of Things today, and it's an exciting new paradigm. And possibilities seem endless. And a lot of that discussion is surrounding how it will impact the manufacturing industry. So we have both of you with us today to explore how Bosch Software Innovations claims to carry manufacturers through this transformation. So Matt, I'd like to ask you, what are some of the challenges that are manufacturers facing today? And where is this going in terms of how they would leverage new technologies and or paradigms and, and whatever the practitioners are talking about? Yes, thank you. I, I think we see a number of issues facing manufacturers today. I think, you know, first of all, you have a constant rise in commodity prices as they, you know, bring in a uh, product for their manufacturing uh, process and within their plant. And so there's, there's additional pressure on cost. There's also been a trend more towards uh, what's called onshoring from what was offshoring a number of years ago. A lot of that's being driven by labor expense, uh, which is catching up to the labor expense they have here, but also it's being driven by quality. And so as you look at these, you know, driving trends that are occurring in manufacturing, there's a need for additional data, you know, at, through the process and through the supply chain and through the demand chain to help uh, enhance communications, drive up better quality, and also drive out a lot of the cost and looking for additional revenue streams, whether that be from manufacturing or from service. So a lot of people, as we talk about IoT, and it's interesting how it happens is everything starts and, and there's sometimes hype, and, but in any other cases, there's some reality as well. So in this case, Internet of Things is referred to as a revolution. But do you agree that if it is indeed true, and how will it truly make an impact on the manufacturing industry? What is it so special about it, which is going to have a direct impact, and, and there will be profits and growth? Well, I do believe that it's true, and it really is dependent on how it is implemented and also how it is evaluated to impact a manufacturing organization. So I think there's really three areas of impact that you look at. It's really manufacturing on the line. Can you do uh, preemptive maintenance? Can you minimize unplanned downtime by monitoring those things, those assets on the line that actually manufacture a good? Uh, that is one phase of, of uh, the connection that you can make, you know, kind of an IoT type of connection. The other phases are really IP enabling or monitoring, remotely monitoring that asset that is actually manufactured. So if you think about the case of a HVAC manufacturer as an example, they may add IP enablement or web server capabilities into the asset as it's manufactured. That allows them to cement the relationship and share that data with their dealer network and also with their service network and maybe their end customers. And what you've done by doing that is really integrated your demand chain to your supply chain and also added the opportunity for your dealer and server network, service networks uh, to provide additional services uh, and extract costs to their environments as well. So what does connected manufacturing mean from your viewpoint? Well, I think what it means is really having a connected enterprise. So I think it goes beyond the plant. I think there's true value in the plant and operationalizing the business 
uh, and driving out the appropriate processes to be efficient, to extract costs, to enhance communication, to connect in suppliers and vendors. I think truly being a connected manufacturing uh, facility or a connected manufacturing organization is truly connecting to the asset that's also manufactured and tying in the dealer network and tying in the end users uh, to impact broader things in the organization. For example, you know, warranty, procurement, parts distribution, you know, quality management, life cycle management, impacting the product roadmap, et cetera. So, Troy, I mean, as, as Matt, thank you so much for your input. This was great education in terms of how manufacturers can actually benefit from this a new paradigm and the transition is required. So, Troy, coming to uh, you, when you look at Bosch Software Innovations uh, areas of expertise and solutions and services that you may be offering, how are they going to help in transition and especially looking at the fact that you have uh, you know, people trying this already, even before this paradigm came, it was being tried in some degree. So what's so special now and what's so different that Bosch Software Innovation would deliver? Uh, sure. Uh, really, to enable connected manufacturing, we need to not only look at the, you know, connecting the devices and the machines, but also really to drive true business value from the data coming from those machines. In order to enable the concept then uh, of this connected manufacturing um, Bosch Software Innovations has an Internet of Things product offering, which consists of three integrated platforms for providing machine-to-machine communication, uh, business process, and business rules functionalities, um, which we'll get into a little bit later, I think. In addition to this core product offering, we're also creating solutions that address needs in the manufacturing space. Um, so, so things such as a service portal, which brings data together uh, from multiple versions and vintages of these um, heterogeneous machines that you find in, in a plant uh, to, you know, back to the plant operator or the facilities manager uh, to really enable some of the things that Matt was talking about. Um, so really with solutions such as this, we can provide more of a basis um, for enterprise-type applications such as the proactive maintenance, um, asset management, field service management uh, concepts, uh, rather than just um, kind of having these you know, point-to-point um, solutions maybe that were used in the past. We're looking at a more kind of advanced um, enterprise-level concept uh, around Internet of Things. So when you look at all of these different solutions, and I'm sure your competitors might also be offering solutions. So what's, what is it that you do with your solutions in terms of actually soli- solving the business problem versus, of course, a number of technology, software, and services and solutions were deployed? Yeah, I think it's the combination, the functionalities of those solutions. Really, as I kind of mentioned, the, the business process management, business rules management, those are really providing uh, a lot of the kind of solid foundation for our end-to-end platforms uh, to really differentiate uh, our offering in the marketplace from some of these other solutions. And when you're claiming that it will be seamlessly integrated, is that a tall claim or this is something which has got a very specific set of steps already well-defined and, and you can literally have a crystal ball that things will come through as expected? Yeah, I mean, there's there's always a utopia of um, seamless integration, and of course, it's always uh, an evolution uh, to get there. But we're really approaching the market from an enterprise software perspective. Our enterprise platform is really drawing upon the strengths and integration of these underlying components uh, that I've been talking about. These components provide for a lot of the, the functionality that you would expect from a seamless integration, things such as integration with other enterprise systems, business process, and business rules management. You know, although the uh, Internet of Things concept is relatively new in its latest incarnation, our, our products and team have been around for more than 15 years in the marketplace, in the enterprise software market space. And so a lot of that experience translates into creating this uh, seamless experience 
with within these different components. So specific competencies, which ones would you say you are going to bank on, which your team has today, and that will help actually help you deliver results and also solve the problems that practitioners have? Mm -hmm. As one of the world's largest manufacturers, uh, we at Bosch um, really do have the experience in applying these technologies to our own plants and systems. So as a result of this, in addition to providing these services to many external customers, uh, we really feel we can help practitioner the practitioner deliver results. So, Matt, when we come back to the, the different answers that you gave in the beginning in terms of the, what the problems are, now let's see, based on what Troy said, is how you, we will help, or Bosch Software Innovation will help uh, an organization. The problems, do you think, will get solved to nth degree or completely? Where to, to what level will you take an organization based on the solution services and expertise you'll bring to the table? Well, we can take organizations from start to finish, and oftentimes we get involved with organizations who maybe are thinking about an IoT or a connected type solution and don't know where to begin, to other ones who have maybe started an IoT solution or maybe have implemented a partial solution and would like it to be finished. One of the things that we do, based on what Troy had said, we have a lot of manufacturing expertise uh, within the organization of Bosch, and we can leverage that expertise across enterprises within Bosch and bring that knowledge and best practices, if you will, to the manufacturers. So really relying on us to help them determine, you know, what data do they need to acquire? How do they apply that data to their business? And then more importantly, you know, how do they get business outcomes and value based on that data that they've generated? So we typically can get involved at various stages, uh, but the best output can be getting us involved early in an organization. What kind of questions or what kind of concerns or, or gaps that you find when you talk to various uh, manufacturers and their respective practitioners in terms of, yes, we have a problem. Yes, we have an interest in going this IoT method, but we don't know where to start. Yeah, typically it's it's either in one of two areas, I think has been our experience. Uh, there's the connectivity to the asset and the complexity that the communications protocol level programming of a network type of gateway or hub, and then transmitting that data to a central database to be processed. That tends to be somewhat complex based on the different communications protocols that exist at the asset level and being able to choose one of those if you want to implement that in the asset that you've manufactured. The other component is a lot of organizations will say, we have so much data today, we don't know how to apply or utilize that data. And really, our platform allows the subject matter experts to really uh, develop their own algorithms, if they will, and apply this data in the most appropriate way. Now, how soon can, should, and are these practitioners expecting an ROI and hard ROI. I mean, if you if you have any technology solution or a provider, you would go to them. Of course, they would like to see results yesterday. But what education would you like to impart? What is the journey looking like? Yeah, I will certainly say that some ROIs can be received relatively quickly. If you're looking at a really hard ROI and maybe changing how you communicate with your dealer network or maybe you're looking at additional revenue streams or extracting costs, once you implement that connectivity and you're leveraging the data the right way and applying the right rules and maybe integrating it the right way into your enterprise systems, you can realize that ROI relatively quickly. We're talking within, you know, uh, 60 to 90 days. Now, the more important part to think about is really those softer components of an ROI that you need to calculate. And it might be reassignment of labor. Maybe someone is not spending as much time on, you know, inbound customer service calls as they could be spending time on outbound customer service calls because they're able to see more into the demand chain. Those types of things need to be added into the ROI as well and really thought through to look at the broad impact on the business. We've seen impact uh, on the business in different areas like legal, 
procurement, parts management, developing the roadmap, quality, uh, warranty management, lowering that warranty cost, extending warranty agreements. So you really need to look at all the hard and soft costs of an ROI. And if you do that and really get the buy-in from the executives on what that constitutes, uh, the ROI can occur uh, relatively quickly. Let's take a quick break, listeners. We'll be right back. When we come back, let's look at uh, how Bosch Software Innovation is doing to learn and innovate in this area and what differentiates them and that are they using that innovation to differentiate themselves from the other providers and are they really working towards becoming that go-to expert for the different practitioners who are trying to solve the problem related to connected manufacturing. Please stay tuned, listeners. We'll be right back. Bosch Software Innovations is proud to sponsor this program. Visit www.bosch-si.com forward slash connected manufacturing to find out how Bosch can help you improve your operational performance and become a manufacturing industry leader in a connected world. Change the way you predict, manage, and produce outcomes. Bosch Connected Manufacturing. You are listening to CIO Talk Radio Solution Spotlight. Welcome back. So, Matt, yet again, what is Bosch Software Innovation doing to learn and innovate in this area of connected manufacturing and Internet of Things and using that to differentiate from the other providers? And what in addition, of course, one is to be seen as competitive advantage and a differentiation. For the most part, you want to first become a go-to expert. How is that being done by Bosch Software Innovation? Yeah, that's, that's a good question. If you look at Bosch as a, as a whole, I mean, being a very large organization, uh, about 300,000 associates, 70 billion in revenue, I believe about 250 manufacturing plants around the world. We are a large manufacturing organization that's focused in many different industries. And one of the things we are doing internally as well is we are practicing what we're preaching on the whole idea of connected manufacturing. So we are connecting, you know, those assets in the plant that are helping us gain visibility and create efficiencies, change our processes. We're also looking at connecting assets outside of that to bring in, you know, additional information from our supply chain and from our demand chain. So really looking at transitioning the organization, you know, to be more focused as a connected manufacturer. And I think by doing that, it allows us a lot of expertise to bring to other manufacturing type of clients to gain those, those similar type of capabilities. So, Troy, you did mention about a tool set, and you did mention something about process management and rules management, and there is a solution set perhaps you have, which you are trying to put as part of your arsenal to solve problems. How does that tie to solving connected manufacturing-related challenges and innovation? Yeah, I think they definitely form an integral part of that. Um, Basically, our vision is that data generated from machines and devices is really used within a larger business context to drive value. And the concepts of process and rules can be used to achieve this goal. Uh, the BPM platform or business process management platform that's a component of our of our Internet of Things offering really provides the business context around the M2M functionality by enabling the use of M2M data within those business processes. So processes are really at the heart of most business operations and you know manufacturing is certainly no exception. There are well-defined business processes that determine how things are done. There are exceptions to those processes. And with end-to-end data, data coming from these machines, we can make these processes more intelligent and drive more automation in the manufacturing space. 
So, for example, we can do things more proactively to increase efficiencies or to reduce costs, getting back to some of the examples that that Matt mentioned um, regarding uh, predictive maintenance and, and things like that. Also, the business rules management platform provides for decisions to be made, either on devices at the edge or between these process steps or inside a process step within these business processes. So at the edge, maybe we can use rules to intelligently filter information coming from these devices so so that only necessary information is sent to the back end, for example, or so that decisions are made uh, on the spot uh, on the edge itself for increased automation. Now, in terms of the vendor selection, because, of course, it is an area which has a huge opportunity and, and nothing wrong with Bosch Software Innovation and many other players in the marketplace who may be going after this and leveraging the core competencies that they've developed over the years. So manufacturer has got a lot of choices or maybe way too many choices to select objectively. If you were to guide someone as a trusted advisor who's a connect manufacturer wants to go into this connected manufacturing, what do you think they should do as part of their due diligence? Well, I would look at it more from an I guess an enterprise software perspective. I think a you know manufacturing manufacturer looking to enable the concept of connected manufacturing should look for vendors that take a, a true platform approach to things. You know, I kind of see it that uh, point solutions may solve a particular problem today, but in the end they may not be robust enough to meet the needs of of the Internet of Things uh, next year or even next month. So I, I would recommend that you know, potential manufacturers kind of take that approach to look for a, such a robust platform that's going to be open and provide the, the flexibility needed to, uh, to address the use cases that will, that will eventually be coming up. Matt, if you were to look at the kind of problems that we have, and of course you have to use all your tool sets to essentially solve those problems, do you think it's really a good idea for an organization to say, go to one provider, have one deck to choke, and and try to work with them and make it a single point of failure or success? Or should there be a complementary set of partners coming up with this extended solution and have an ecosystem so that the best of breed processes and systems and technologies are put in place? Yeah, that's a good question and one in which we get asked quite frequently. I think one of the things that organizations need to look at is these solutions tend to be complex. And by complex, I mean you might have some intelligence on an asset or you might have to instrument an asset with some sensors and a gateway to obtain that data onto the network. That by itself is somewhat of a complex you know, solution to put together. Then you have to put it onto a network. And if it's an asset that's remote, for an example, uh, it could be a cellular network or even a satellite network in some cases. Uh, and then you have to bring that back to an enterprise. That data needs to transition and be saved back to an enterprise. And, and with our business rules model, as an example, transitioned into something that has business value by applying the right algorithm. One of the things we often recommend that organizations want to avoid is what we call the finger pointing that may happen. If the data doesn't arrive, you know, in the back end system, there could be multiple points of failure there. It could be a sensor, it could be the gateway, it could be the communications protocol, the network, it could be the carrier, the cell provider, the satellite provider, it could be something happening in the enterprise. So the more you can combine one level of responsibility out of one type of vendor, the more robust your solution will be and the more that vendor will be accountable as opposed to the first that may come with having to chase each vendor around to determine where the real issue may reside. 
Troy, back to you. In what all Internet of Things areas or IoT areas can manufacturers take the lead and where they should call upon the vendors or invite the provider community to help out? And where do you think confusion could be where some individual manufacturing organization will say, I can do it all and they may fail and in other cases, they would give a specific initiative very quickly to a provider and they may not have the right wherewithal to be able to deliver? Yeah, I think manufacturers are experts in their business, right? So in the business manufacturing, business processes behind that, uh, the intelligence behind that as well, they should really focus on driving value from this perspective and perhaps look for partners to help with the software platforms uh, to enable this. Yeah, I can give you a specific example of uh, John Deere is our client, and they actually approached us to help them manage some of their warranty costs with an initiative that they had. They were interested in not necessarily, you know, coding this stuff into, into, you know, hard code or looking for a specific, you know, functionality in a platform to really do that in, in specific, but rather for, more for a, look, looking for a, a vendor that could provide a platform that would really enable the business side to create this initiative and really to implement it on the business side itself. So Deer was very successful in doing that, using our tool set to really just drive that almost entirely from the business side. So it was really kind of amazing to see to see a very good success story from that. Having the program manager on the business side really uh, drive the, this warranty you know, cost reduction program just almost entirely from the business. So it really kind of speaks to the power of you know, the tooling that's available and out there in platforms such as ours, and also to really uh, letting the business of the manufacturer, you know, really kind of take the lead from the business side and, and really drive value because, you know, at the end of the day, they're the ones that own the um, these business processes and, and the parameters around the initiatives that they're trying to do. I guess with regard to, you know, pitfalls, I think manufacturers should probably avoid, you know, getting into situations where um, they're kind of limited in terms of, I guess, creativity from, from their side. Of course, there are boundaries around everything, but really, I guess, really enabling the business the business side is, is something that that should be done, you know, and, and getting, getting into situations where that side is hampered is uh, something that should be avoided. All right. So, Matt, you mentioned that there are different business models people are considering, especially with respect to manufacturing, where you could even generate new revenue sources. And, of course, you can better engage with the customers. So are there any specific examples you could cite where the connected devices could help in that area? Yeah, absolutely. So there's been some manufacturers that may have something to service their equipment. And as an example, one manufacturer would approach the customers and offer a, a on-site service visit. So for $10,000 a year, someone would come on site every quarter and do a top-to-bottom evaluation of the assets and the, and the equipment that's on site and provide them a full report. One of the challenges of that is that doesn't fit for all organizations for various reasons, but mostly because of economics. Once you instrument an asset, and you're able to retrieve the data from that asset, you can start to create things like virtual services. And now what used to be a $10,000 expense in sending someone on site, you have the vehicle, you have the uh, individual and the labor. Now you don't have to send anyone on site. You can actually obtain the data from the asset. You can apply business rules to the asset, and you can really determine what functions and what changes and how the asset is performing, what parts it may need to consume. 
So what you've been able to do then is create what's called virtual service visits as opposed to real-time technical service visits and provide the end users a list of all the actions that need to be taken with their equipment and have it documented in real time with real live data as opposed to someone being on site. So that would be an example of how someone's been able to change their business model, create additional revenue streams from a smaller side of the market that traditionally was just unavailable to them. And how would your solution support it or enable it? Yeah, so our solution, if you think about pulling the data back to an enterprise, that data, for example, if you had 20 sensors in an asset, that data would need to be evaluated. And what we would do is leverage our rules engine, our visual rules uh, BRM solution, and apply the appropriate algorithms to the data that's coming in, be able to process that so you have the appropriate actionable data, and either represent that to the end users in a report format or be able to integrate it into an asset management system you know, to spawn the appropriate actions coming from the enterprise. So what aspects of connected manufacturing do you think are still evolving so that you can, and basically you want to support the overall IoT manufacturing vision, but it could be a moving target and things are not fully cooked yet. So with that said, how is Bar Software Innovation going to work with the innovation cycle or work with the evolution cycle and be keeping the pace at which they can create value versus giving them a very ambitious target for themselves and to the manufacturers and not be able to follow through. Yeah, I think the first thing I would say is we always work with organizations and mention that this needs to be an iterative process. If we try to answer all the questions and try to deliver something, that's going to be a very complex and uh, maybe a difficult implementation. If we identify some of the, the meaningful types of use cases early and start to implement those, what happens 10 times out of 10 times is that organizations start to see that data, the stakeholders start to assume that data, and they start to think of other ways that can leverage that data. They start to suggest other data points that maybe they'd like to obtain. And once you start to get that feedback from the, the user community and the stakeholders within an organization, you can really start to evolve it. So a couple of areas where I see it still evolving is the protocol management piece. There's likely, you know, 10,000 different protocols that, that equipment speaks from a communication standpoint. So that is still evolving and continuing to evolve. I think we see it simplifying in how that data is communicated. But we often say start small, keep it iterative, and be able to implement a broader enterprise solution in the long term. So if you are ready to meet the challenge, and of course, manufacturers seem to be feeling the need that they can leverage this IoT, what is the best way, or what are some of the best ways any manufacturer who could benefit from this IoT-related transition could act partner with and or engage with Bosch Software Innovation? Well, certainly the best way is to have a, a conversation with one of our solutions consultants. They'll really bring the best practices from what they've seen in other manufacturing type of organizations, what they've seen inside of our own organization and our manufacturing facilities, and really engage on what's the art of the possible or what are the capabilities that we can accomplish in working together, leveraging our platform, leveraging their equipment and the data that's generated from their assets. And we often tell people it's really about being creative, not to be limited by current existing processes, but really get engaged with our solutions consultants on, you know, what are the capabilities and what things can we accomplish together? Uh, where can we extract costs? Where can we enhance communications? Where is there a opportunity for product differentiation, maybe enhancing revenue streams? Really having a business-focused discussion and looking at outcomes and potential outcomes that could come from the data. Are you... Is your solution set and your product set the best for every type of manufacturer out there, or you would say you're, you have a sweet spot or the type of organizations that you fit the best? 
Well, I certainly, I'm sure Troy would have his perspective on this as well, but I certainly think our, our platform is functional enough to receive the data and apply the business rules to that data. And so whether it be a automotive manufacturer or a, a HVAC manufacturer, it's really understanding the subject matter experts. The manufacturer knows their business and their product the best. What our platform allows them to do is visualize those rules and how they want to process that data and integrate that data into the back-end system. So based on that, it's a very broad-reaching platform that fits uh, multiple industries for manufacturers. Troy? Yeah, I, I would add that, um, you know, although we have um, expertise in certain areas of manufacturing, as just as Bosch in general, you know, the, the platform that we're trying to provide is, um, you know, really intended to be as flexible and as, as kind of open as possible, really, to help manufacturers abstract, I guess, uh, the different types of machines and devices that they have, you know, you know, coming from a perspective that's rather broad rather than, you know, pigeonholed into uh, specific, um, you know, specific areas of functionality or, or specific areas of manufacturing. Once again, thank you so much, Troy and Matt, for sharing your thoughts and insights on our Solution Spotlight segment. Thank you. Happy to be here. And listeners, I invite you to find more conversations about the Internet of Things and manufacturing as part of our series at www.ciotalkradio.com slash connected manufacturing. Thank you for listening to CIO Talk Radio Solution Spotlight. For related programming, please visit www.ciotalkradio.com. This CIO Talk Radio Solution Spotlight has been brought to you by Bosch Software Innovations. 